welcome back to the New Ark Podcast, episode 153, because I think we're going to release this one five years into the future. We're going experimental on the ordering of the new arc. We are doing like a a foreign exchange programme, but temporally. So we're actually going to draw an episode from the the future of the new arc, two years in the future, and replace it with this episode. You know. For variety. I I think that might be a record for the shortest Mm. amount of time it's taken you to start talking crap. (laughs) <laughs> like, <I think laughs> yeah. normally you give us at least like five minutes of being somewhat sensible, but no, you just you just went straight for it today. Well, let me get my own bag. You were talking crap before we even started recording. That doesn't. We e- had a debate over whether ghosts are bound to the limits of the property they die on. That doesn't Joe exist. Has though. a ridiculously implausible, outdated belief <laughs> that they are constrained within a house or the moment of their death i mean but that doesn't exist to the listener that's like a different different it's this different universe yeah like it doesn't apply behind the scenes yeah yeah we should actually start releasing some behind the scenes content because i think that's what people would really want to see yeah yeah joe practicing his sex noises (laughs) for the 15 minutes before we start recording yeah I mean, also, just we should record the Zoom video so people can see how excited I am mm. by the clap. Oh, yeah, this is the highlight of Joe's year. I mean, it is. Every week, every, so every it's week, pretty good. Every yeah. week, I'm like, I could be feeling really bad, I could be feeling lonely or whatever, but it comes to the three, two, one clap, and mm. that's my life solved, really. Yes. Thank you very much for, for that. Yeah, I mean, it's how I start all conversations now, and how I end them. It's just when you start droning on a bit too much, I go three, two, one, clap, and walk away. Oh, that's well. At least you only do it at the start of our conversation, so I know I'm pretty interesting. Mm. Unless you suddenly go three, two, one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You wait, Joe, when you least expect it. Oh, can it be in the next, like, Mm. ten minutes? That'd be great. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, what are we discussing today? Well, actually, Elliot, I think we we probably have something to talk about first, do we not? Well, we have a result to talk about. Is this what you're getting at? Yeah, that's what I was getting at. (laughs) Okay. We have a result for jellyfish. And for my cancer testing, but... um, and for the life-saving new drugs I'm developing, and for my new recipe of hippopotamus toothpaste. Which, which one would you like to hear? Sorry, I don't think... This is my deadpan humour. Joe legitimately leaned in. Well, I realised I've gone slightly too far with that joke. Yeah, I, I mean, the, the, the second thing you said, I was just genuinely Trust me, like... Joe, I wouldn't break it like that. I was like, but well... I've, I'd send you a postcard. Yeah, at least a voice note, you know, give me some... Mm. Any, anyway, yeah, sorry, that was... Um, let's maybe go for the jellyfish result and... Uh, jellyfish result. Well, actually, like 
all of the above results is very positive for me because jellyfish didn't make it onto the ark. Yeah, Cute I'm not. evil laugh. I'm not what? surprised. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Jellyfish were, were not an easy... Well, they're not easy oh, to... You had an uphill battle. <laughs> they're not easy enough to, to justify on the ark because, mm. you know, the ark, the listeners don't really care about logic and ecology. So... They care more about stereotypes, so I think that's like it was quite a difficult one to to argue for. I was thinking about this though, Joe, and I have a very strong feeling you could win the next three consecutive episodes. Because moths, which you weren't there for, but that's I assure you is in the bag. Then last week we did owls. I mean, there's no chance whatsoever you're going to lose that. And tigers, I mean, if you lose that, I'm just going to kick you off the show. So, no pressure. No pressure. Although wolves didn't make it on the new arc, so... Yeah, but tigers are something completely different. Oh, we got jaguars, though, I think. Have we? What other big cats? That's a good point. What other big cats were put on in season one? I need to look it up, because I can't remember. You know the hack for this, because the cover art for the new arc is all the animals that made it on in series one. Oh, no, I didn't know Which that. It's very helpful because I've actually lost my list of all the results. Yeah, we got Jaguars. Have you, have you discussed there light? There you go, secret secrets of the new arc. Okay. Sorry, so, I... I mean, we don't <laughs> need tigers. Oh, I think it's the, the point behind that. I think we do need tigers. They're, they're just jaguars in the summer line of fashion. They are not. That is like... Yeah. They're, they're different niches. You know how they say a leopard can't change its spots? Well, jaguars can, and they make them stripes and call themselves tigers and go on holiday. To and eat people. Lots of eating people involved. Not that much eating people. Not, you know... Well, you know, maybe more than other species, but not not a f- more than jellyfish. More than jellyfish, that probably is true. I don't know actually. Mm. How many people a year do jellyfish kill? <clears throat> I, I, I don't think that's relevant. We're talking about how many people they eat. Well, that's even worse if they don't eat them. They're just <laughs> killing them. <laughs> Well, I mean, tigers are one of the few animals which can actually eat you in a day. They, mm. they eat 80 kilos a day, which, I mean, Joe was talking about the dinner he had before he came out here. It probably doesn't cover him at, right at this instant, but I mean, <laughs> it covers was, it most do- of our listeners. It doesn't cover me anyway. I weigh <laughs> more than 80 kilograms. Oh, so you're safe. I'm safe. Well, I, I, mean, I, wouldn't, safe. I wouldn't say I'm safe, but... With You've got t- a day to crawl away yeah. half your body remaining. I mean, 80 kilograms is probably like... Well, I'm, yeah, I'm just more than that. I, won't, I don't need to announce to the, to the listeners how, how much I weigh. <laughs> yeah, but, but it's more than 80 kilograms. How much do you weigh? I, I genuinely don't know, Joe. Well, that's unfortunate. I've never had cause to weigh myself. I've never been left alone in an airport check-in long enough. Oh, well... When do you weigh yourself? I mean, I weigh myself once a week. Do you? Yeah, but that's... Why? To track progress. That's just 
depressing. It's not. I mean, not with my weighing scales. I don't mark down the days until I die on a calendar. When I'm on the, the weighing scales, it tells me my heartbeat. It tells me my muscle ratio. It's, it's, I got a fancy one. It even connects to an app on my phone. How does it know that? I don't know. I, I think that part might be a bit bullshit, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, but it makes me feel good about myself, that does, because I'm like, yeah, yeah. It comes out with a compliment and says, oh, you're looking good today, Joe. I don't know why he's got a Scottish voice, but... (laughs) I couldn't couldn't settle on the accent. It was a snap decision. I I was going to go French for a minute, and then I went sort of Jamaican. I was going to say, it's a bit of Scottish, Jamaican, Mm. but also with a bit of Sean Bean in there as well, just for good measure. Yeah. Winter is coming. What what voice would you like for your scales if you could choose? I think it would, well, you know what, I think as much as they annoy me, I think it would need to be like an upbeat American. Like... Really? Yeah, just one of those like annoying voices that's like, Hey Joe, you're looking fantastic. Oh, no, I break the scales immediately. there's, There's a couple of times. I just jump up and down on them. You know when you watch a documentary and it's narrated by an American? I do quite often shudder. No, I don't. Sometimes. I, I, I just, I've never watched a documentary narrated by an American. I've boycott anything made in that entire continent. The only, only one that's worse is when you watch a documentary narrated by an Australian. That's the worst. Especially, a, a, especially someone who perhaps has like a, a dual citizenship of Britain and Australia. They're the worst. Like... I've seen a few, few videos about them recently, British Australians, and they are mm. oof, something else. Well, you know where tigers come from. I mean, they come from where all the Bond and Marvel villains come from, which is Siberia. All the interesting tigers anyway. So, I mean, they're basically just convicts and criminals and mafiosos which have escaped from high-security Russian prisons. They've even got this stripy outfit to prove it. So I like that you said mafiosos when isn't that an Italian thing, a mafioso? <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> well, that's the Russian equivalent. There is probably... A, what is... They actually do know what they are. Yeah. I don't know. Putin. Thanks, we just got cancelled in Russia. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I'm like looking Oops. around. I'm like looking around me now. I'm like, oh. <laughs> mm. I apologise, but not fully. Um, well, I mean, yes, one tiger. I mean, one current subspecies of tiger does still live in Siberia. It's, it's the best tiger, isn't it? Let's I mean, be fair. I wouldn't disagree, but I also have a real soft spot for the Sumatran tiger. Because they're the smallest one. Loch Ness monster doesn't also, exist. They've also got these like incredible white ruffs, like almost mane, like, like oh, it's, it's incredible. Like they are kind of cute, even though they could probably still rip you apart. So it's a poor personal grooming, is what you're saying. No, sort of beard. It's, it's incredible. Sideburns. It's clean. It's like very clean and well groomed, and probably on account of the fact that they have extremely rough tongues and antiseptic saliva so that really probably helps keep them clean and fresh 
Um, I mean, I think that's. I mean, as as far as getting people on the uh, on the art goes, there's multi purposes for a rough tongue and antiseptic saliva. No? The, the rough tongue's an interesting one because I hadn't come across this, but according to various sources, the tiger's tongue is rough enough so that uh, just by licking you, they can go from A, drawing blood, to B, licking flesh down to the bone. Presumably, depending on how long you <laughs> stick your hand near a tiger. I, I mean, considering we'll be on, <laughs> on the arc, I think there's like... I think quite I'm, a while. I might realise and go, oh no, like, I should probably move my hand. That's badass, though. It, that is incredible. Lick you to death. Isn't that, like, so... Don't, like, aside from talk about the new arc, do you ever just always get astounded by the world around us? Hmm. I do. I think I think every species should be on the arc. But it, obviously it can't, because that's the name of the game. But, game aside, mm. I do always sometimes get a little bit like, fuck me, we share this planet with some incredible things. I'll be honest with you, Joe, that wasn't my reaction to discovering that fact. It was mine. I was like, wow. It can like... lick your <laughs> arms to the bone. Let's bring it on a space cruise. To be fair, I think, I think this, is, this sums up our views on life. I'm kind of a half full, glass half full mm. kind of guy. You're more of a glass half empty. You're always looking for the, you know, the, the downs. I don't actually use glasses. Okay, the, the flask. Startling insight into my life. I, ha I don't own a single glass. I've but, got lots of water bottles. Do you want to see my collection of water bottles? I've got a blue one, got a silver one, that's from, got a flask, which I drink my tea in whilst we're recording. That's from COP15, that red one, isn't it? It is. There you go. I, I got back. Water bottle fashion parade. This I'm makes excellent podcast material. I'm actually drinking Ooh, from, yours my, red. from my bottle at COP15 as well. So cheers. Mm. Mine is uh, orange, pink, and blue. Don't like it. Again, going back to, I'm much more optimistic in life than you are. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I get to be the advocate and you get to be the executioner. Hmm. I, well, <laughs> I can tell you some more things about tigers, which will make you hate them if you had half a brain. I mean, one of the obvious ones, just on the subject of tiger personal hygiene, is obviously we will have to stink if tigers are around, because they just love cologne. They love men's perfume. Especially Calvin Klein. They are Klein. drawn to it, especially Calvin Klein. Lots of the big cats are. So no perfume on the new arc if you bring tigers. I mean... And anyone who knows me knows I'm just covered in... Calvin Klein all the time. I mean, luckily, I so tend to live in a mist of it, exude this sort of halo of perfume. I tend to use. Um, I think the one I use most of the minute is Hugo Boss. For for when I really want to impress, that's, that's a nice smell. Do you really? Yeah. Or I actually have some by. Mm. Um, you get given them at Christmas, you know, obviously. Um, no, I don't. I forget what the what the one the YSL whoever that stands for. So that, that's a really nice one. But my point is, I'm so fine. For, yeah, so long before the tiger gets you and rips your heart out. Yves Saint Laurent, that's it. 
I know that's not what you said, but it just popped into my head. <laughs> it was pretty close. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, they... Although, I have to point out, presumably you'd be allergic to tigers. Because we discovered in a previous episode you were allergic to cats. I was thinking about this. I mean, I um, think that my allergies should not trump the cats, the tiger's right to be on the ark. And interestingly enough, Mm. I've never been close enough to a tiger to test whether I'm allergic or not. (laughs) But I mean, there's good research to show it carries. So I mean, if you're allergic to domestic cats, you're allergic to big cats. I mean, they do share 96% of the DNA of domestic cats, but mm. that doesn't necessarily mean that they carry the same allergy-inducing smell that domestic cats do. I know, do. it does. Not necessarily. If you're allergic to domestic cats, you're allergic to tigers. I don't think it tracks. Maybe I'm allergic to the dust Yes, or something. it does track. There's, there's research <laughs> on this, Joe. It's science. You can't refute science, whether it's about ghosts or tigers. I feel like I'm just taking on your role of refuting science when it doesn't suit my mm. opinion. Like, if anything, you've taught me a lot during this time on this podcast so far about, <laughs> about the flexibility of science. And, and it's, mm. um, you know, you pick and choose. As I've always said, science is Absolutely. science yeah. is what you make of it. You know, there's been many great people recently I'm who... I'm sure Einstein said that. Probably. He will have about 10 minutes after recording this episode. Give me 10 keystrokes on the internet. I mean, his theories are all about relativity and stuff. So I probably he did say science is what you make of it at some point. Because... <laughs> It is what you make of it. E equals mm. MC squared. It's what you make of it. Literally. Yeah, it's sort of reorder the letters a bit. Yeah. yeah. A. I don't know where I'm going with that. Equation <laughs> scrabble. Yeah. E yeah. equals... I remember when I first found out what E equals MC squared actually stood for and I felt so intelligent. Mm. But that's not about tigers, but... Tigers. It's my initials. On, is it? You'll never know. Where did you get the squared? Where did you get the squared from? <laughs> <laughs> See, you don't know my middle names, so you cannot refute this point. You don't know my oh, middle names. I could names. have been named after Einstein. You don't know my middle names. I don't know where I'd get the equals from. I don't know. E. What is your middle name? Come on, let's share. Let's share this on the podcast. What's your middle names? It's Tiger Killer. Well, I see we're not at the stage of friendship mm. of sharing middle names yet, so I'll keep mine. <laughs> I mean, you already actually know mine if you paid attention. Joe Mama Wilkins. Nope. It's it's simpler than you think. Joe Ho Ho Wilkins. My middle name is Joseph. Is it? Yep. Joe Joseph Wilkins. Nope. You can move to America. Nope. My my Start first a congregation. My first name is different. Ah, I do know this. I've forgotten what your first name is, though. Yeah. So, 
Anyway, should it's we talk? Going to help me. Should we go back to Tiger's? This is fascinating podcast <laughs> material. Yeah. Uh, I do. Honestly, this is what the podcast I enjoy though. When we just end up going on tangents everywhere, because we already know the answer mm. is that Tigers deserve to be on the arc. Suck. Yep. Yeah. Deserve to be on the arc. Um, <laughs> because, as you said, tigers suck. Which is tigers are such unique, caring, and kind, and deserve to be on the arc. Mm. Yeah. Slightly laboured. <laughs> yeah. My yeah. my brain wasn't quite working quick enough to. to I was going to come up with some. No, I'm impressed. I'm impressed you got that far. I'm, yeah. I'm being I wanted to bring back up, you know, the the issue of hygiene on the the mm. arc. In the tigers have actually been. Oh my god! Sorry, something just fell outside. Um, we are currently. It's probably a ghost. No, well, these are new buildings, so they wouldn't be a ghost here. Mm. Wow! So, so you say. So, this, this could be definitive proof. My earlier thesis. No, now I'm just like looking over my it's shoulder. Ghost on holiday. <laughs> just tapping on the window, going, "Let me in." Yeah. Well, now that you've got me worried because there is a window right behind me, so I'm just going to keep looking. Mm. Like, anyway, <laughs> tigers have been shown to be able to use litter boxes, which is a great thing for the Ark because we mm. will be able to... I, I mean, we're going to have to carry litter boxes. Like, we have no other choice because I know the idea was to put everybody into cryosleep, but there'll be after time where we'll have to wake everybody up. So I think it makes sense that to take litter trainable... Um, animals onto the ark with us. Oh, I thought usually on ships you just poop over the side. Is anyone going to care about some flying spaceship? Well, I mean, it does present some challenges if we constantly had to have every animal, every time they needed a poo, opening some vent to flush it out. So it would make sense if we could collect the poo and just do one big venting event. I think from a logistics point of view. And a safety no, point of view. we're travelling through space. Yeah. So if you poop over the side, then that poop is now in our wake, if you will. But you've just... There's, there's no need to... The, the reason it's tr tricky in the International Space Station and other human voyages is because you're in a confined, enclosed space. We're on the open deck of a ship. Hang on, hang on. I accept some some flexibility when it comes to the design of the Ark, but there is no way that we can stand on the free deck, on an open deck in space. Of course we can. Excuse me. I, I, <laughs> Why do you think it's called the new Ark? It's not called oh. the new space pod. I have dealt with a lot of inconsistencies and with a lot of inaccuracies in science but i'm not allowing i feel like each episode now i'm putting my foot down on like certain things i'm like this is the hill i will die on i think there was one last mm. week about like cups or something like that but this week it's that we cannot be on an open deck we are in a spaceship and that is irrefutable i accept that we are on a spaceship and I would refer you to the latter half of that word. Haven't you watched Peter Pan? They've got a flying ship. They stand on the deck, it seems to work. They also have pixie dust. Have we got some of that? Yep. Uh, I bet you have. <laughs> in, in, your, in your wardrobe. That's what too. I call it. <laughs> yeah. It's actually powdered tiger penis, but oh. I'm doing the marketing. 
<laughs> I think you say cocaine. I was like, that's more likely. <laughs> no, that would be off topic. And I call that something else. You don't need to know that. <laughs> but anyway, I think we're on an enclosed ship because that's, you know, we have to base this somewhere in reality. So being mm. able to have sanitary disposal of waste is actually pretty important. And I think that that is a far better waste disposal mechanism than constantly trying to... Well, I don't know, your, your system just sounds a bit stupid. Oi. Sorry. Sorry. All the greats used my system. Darwin. Columbus. <laughs> Struggling to think of other people who use ships. Captain Cook. And Shippy McShipface. I mean, also, interesting that you should raise some of those those people um, as well-known sort of explorers and maybe even colonizers. Um, it's interesting mm. to... When we so come... It's going to be a tenuous link. Yes. Yes, of course. They're my, okay. my favourite types of Just links. Just to prepare our listeners. <laughs> tenuous link alert. Yeah, go on. I feel like it needs a jingle that you should edit in, mm. like, tenuous link. Alert. I will now. Yeah. Thanks, thanks <laughs> for that audio bite. <laughs> That's it. Tenuous, tenuous, tenuous link. Alert. Anyway, colonizers. Um, it, it was said that in the sort of late 19th century that tiger hunting had become the pageant for colonial power and was often used as a kind of reason or at least a justification for why Britain should take over India and rural parts of India because they were protecting the communities from man-eating tigers and that was a very um, typical approach to colonization in that part of the world but then to f flip it on its head the anti-colonialists actually took the tiger as a symbol of their own power struggles so the tiger has as well as being sort of a uh, it's a, a powerful creature has also taken on a sort of nationalist, anti-colonialist uh, identity of itself, especially in the countries of India, Bangladesh, Malaysia, where in the, in the former two, it's still the national animal of those countries. So it is a tenuous link, but I just wanted to say that it's pretty interesting that tigers were both a sort of justification for colonialism, but they're also a symbol of the movement to remove that power. You know where tigers are also the national animal of? South Korea. Really? And there are no tigers in South Korea. I was so say. clearly they're doing some <laughs> Jedi mind tricks there. <laughs> were there previously tigers there? <laughs> Not in recent history as far as I could find. Yeah, I believe you used to get Siberian tigers up in North Korea. I had no idea that the tiger was but also not the since animal. The war. I think they're all dead. They can't get through the DMZ. And they definitely haven't made it south, yeah. Oh, anyway, but that was my point is that the tiger is actually a symbol of many different countries' struggles against a external power. Which is Or just a random animal they picked because it looks cool in the case of South Korea. Yeah. In, probably in, the other two. In but the case they're of not South going to admit Korea. It. I mean, also, there's the whole thing that the striped patterns on the top of a tiger's head resemble the Chinese character Wan, which means king. 
And so I think tigers also have a pretty regal status in the places that they inhabit. Um, I don't know why that would mean they should be on the Ark, but they can't part from the fact that they are cultural icons. I think you just defeated your own point, though. Why? You just said they're anti-imperialist, then you said they're royal tigers, they're prolonging the imperialist hierarchy, no, I Western symbols of power no. and oppression. Their king is royalist, not imperialist. It's a completely different point. Okay. But it's still a Western symbol of power and oppression. Hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, maybe... You don't get kings in India. Did you get Maharajas? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, ignore the point that kind of did, I did my excellent speech about tigers being anti-colonial heroes. And just mm. know that tigers form yeah, a very... Yeah, I did that bit out. Yeah, thank you. Form a very important <laughs> part of many cultures in Eastern and Southern Asia. And given that, that there are millions of people in those parts, billions in that part of the world, they obviously are an important part of our cultural psyche as a global population too. And I really mm. need to take a drink. I mean, you're right. Uh, tigers are prevalent everywhere They're prevalent in our cinemas and there's a long-standing tradition on the new arc that hollywood uh, is taken to be absolute fact and the ultimate operating principles by which we function and obviously in the jungle book yes. both book and movie the tigers aren't the good guys are they let's be fair Shere Khan, is he lovely? No. I mean, Shere Khan... Is the Jungle Khan. Book perfectly factual with its giant orangutan in India? Yep. <laughs> I mean, isn't King Louis a gigantic, gigantopithecus, not an orangutan? Oh no, that's in the live-action film, sorry, he's been made into a... Which is still factually... Are you going to tell me that him being an extinct ape is more... <laughs> yeah, I'm like, realistic. I just wanted to pick you up, you know, on some facts. It doesn't, mm. again, it doesn't really prove anything. But how it's can just... you tell? What do you mean? How can you tell he's a gigantopithecus, not an orangutan? Have you seen... It doesn't say. Have you seen the, uh, the, um, the live-action remake? No, I haven't. I've yeah. seen stills of him in the live-action remake. That's why I never watched it. It's actually terrifying. I don't, know why, yeah. I don't know why they thought that was a good idea. I don't know how you can tell his species there. That's just conjecture. Well, it says, that's what it says in the, in the, <laughs> the Wikipedia page. <sighs> you know, and Wikipedia... It could just be a really fat orangutan. Gosh, he could have just... Gigantopithecus wasn't that much larger. He could have just had a Chinese takeaway like I have. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but Shere Khan, like, we all know that Hollywood is purely team lion so always likes to make lions look incredible mm -hmm. and as the true kings of the jungle tigers are always just natural enemies they're always made to look bad because a lot of the traits that they give to to tigers in movies are actually closer traits of lions and it's been well documented that tigers often share meals they often if it comes to mm -hmm. a situation where there are males and females they the males will let the females and cubs eat first Whereas if in, in a pride of lions, it's completely opposite. Despite the, the lionesses doing most of the hunting, then the male just comes in and eats his fair share. So I will not accept that Hollywood 
is not biased towards the lion because it's built on you know anglo-american view of the world and the lion has always been the symbol of greatness and all of this good in the world when really lions are wankers and i'm this i'm this is my family know how much this winds me up next week lions yeah i might have to switch roles (laughs) (laughs) tigers are have been hard done by by their media portrayals i think it's because a like i said lions have long been associated with monarchy and kind of greatness and goodness i think it's the fact they live in pride so people assume they are kind of friendlier communal animals not to other animals but to themselves you know to other lions but in reality tigers are just they're solitary so they kind of take on this weird loner approach and then also Shere khan in the jungle king whilst i'm not advocating for his actions. Jungle Book, not the Jungle King. What did I say? Correct you. Jungle King, I was thinking. You've been talking about monarchs too long. (laughs) The Jungle Book. Um, I forgot where I was going. That's the Jungle King. The Jungle Book. He was, in a way, trying to keep the jungle safe from man because of some very bad experiences with man in the past and fire. In his own twisted way, in his own genocidal, murderous ways, he was trying to keep Isn't the jungle safe. Isn't that always the way, though? The villain always believes they're doing right. There's no villain who's just acting out of pure malice unless they're a really flat character. I'm trying Any to... good villain believes they're I'm working tr- for the good of mankind. I'm trying to think. Well, he wasn't working for the good of mankind. Okay, good of tiger kind. And, and forest kind. Jungle kind. Now he doesn't care about forest kind. I think he does. I think he's just been ostracised by society. Mm. Well, I, I did read about the tigers sharing food, and I'll confess that impressed me. I wasn't aware of that, and did briefly melt my heart. And then I read that mother tigers eat their young when they're feeling peckish. So it somewhat lost its appeal. But... I mean, cannibalistic tendencies versus food sharing. You you can weigh that up yourself. Where did you read that they eat, as in eat their own young? Eat their own young if food is scarce. Interesting. Mm. That seems so interesting. Yeah. Could you could you send me the the link to this source as well, please? (laughs) I definitely will. And I'll send you the link to all my scientific findings on the movement of ghosts as well. Yes, I'd, li- I'd like to read that one. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> I'm just peering into your window <laughs> one hour hence and go, Ooh. I mean, if, if you are willing to trek for a few hours just to do that in a window for five seconds, then you've got <laughs> <Yeah>. my respect. <laughs> and also my pity. Good. Mm. Well... Uh, there are lots more things tigers deserve blame for, just whilst we're at it. I mean, one of them being the fashion abomination that is ripped jeans. I mean, I'm sure you've come across this when people who are fashionistas decide to get another brain cell. They put jeans in zoo enclosures with animals like tigers and sell them for lots of money. And ripped jeans are stupid and not functional and completely devoid of fashion merit in any form 
whatsoever. So I I'm blaming tigers. I completely agree, except for the fact that I think that's a greater fault of humans rather than tigers, because you also said tigers and other such animals. So I really don't think that can be used as a point against tigers, because if we... Tigers, lions, bears. Oh my. And you've already said you hate one of those, so... But I mean, I mean if it's poor company. It, for tigers to create ripped genes, they need the genes to rip. And if we don't provide them with the genes to rip, they can't make ripped genes. And therefore, tigers are not the sole. Yeah, the they core. can. They're not the and core. And they just break soul. out, pick a zoo visitor. <laughs> this is the problem with it, isn't it? Because now they've got a taste for <laughs> people's <laughs> trousers. So. So what are you trying to say? You'll like, never well, be safe. Take these man-eating you tigers. tigers on board the new ark, they're going to be chasing you around. Are you trying to say that man Denim's completely out. Are you trying to say that man-eating tigers weren't actually going for man-eating? They were going to rip the jeans and then they went, uh-oh. They going for your fashion accessory. <laughs> yeah. Oops, missed again. I don't think that counts against tigers. I'm sorry because, no, it doesn't. As mm. for points made previously that... If we didn't provide them with genes, then they wouldn't rip the genes. So, rip genes is our abomination. And also, rip genes, I will agree, that are an absolute travesty. Tragedy. Thank you. They're also responsible for poor all hygiene. Can I make this point? Are you, so, are you tigers talk are the reason that Chairman Mao, Chairman Mao oh. never brushed his teeth. Gosh. <laughs> I think it's brilliant. Elliot, get some new facts, I'm right? not going to start doing this. Well, I'm not doing this, because <laughs> it's, it's the best logic I've ever heard. I mean, so Chairman Mao thought, because tigers don't brush their teeth, I don't need to either. So he never brushed his teeth. I feel like he missed out on some crucial parts. Which makes so much sense. About, like, tigers having antiseptic saliva, about tigers, you know, probably <laughs> having a relatively low sugar diet. I think he missed those parts and was just like, I am a tiger. Mm. I mean, if anything... Tigers I, can't taste sugar. No, they can't taste they sugar. They don't have a sweet tooth at all. They're all sour pusses. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. I find that so, again, mm. fascinating. How can they... As in, what's it like not to taste sweet things? Which is also great for us on the Ark, because they won't try and steal our chocolate pudding. It's like life is the Grinch. You can't taste sweet things. It's what old tigers are like on the inside. There's just a little green man with lots of fur. Is he furry, the Grinch? Yeah, yeah. he is. Yeah. Spindly legs, wide as a sled. It's been too long since I've watched the Grinch. What else does he do? He steals Christmas. Yeah, that's got it. that bit. That, that's in the title. <laughs> like, if, mm. you, if you've got that bit, then you didn't read it well enough. Well, again, another thing we can blame tigers for, because they're secretly the Grinch, so... I mean, also, another reason why tigers are the perfect guest on the Ark is that they sleep for 18 hours a day, roughly. No! Yeah. So, imagine, like... For 18 hours? Apparently. That's quite a lot. I mean, lions... Doesn't that just mean they're really lazy? Lions also sleep for, like, was it, like, 20 hours a day? Something like that. And then you've got koalas that sleep for even longer, and I love that. Do you respect someone who sleeps for 18 hours a day? Yes. I mean, I said I was quite impressed because you slept for 13 hours last week. Yeah. When you came back 
that's, to Wales. That's because but I was a bit jet-lagged. You would immediately lose my respect if you did that the following day and the day after and the day after. I... And 18 hours is more. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, I was very tired last week. I was jet-lagged as well, so I think that was very much a needed sleep. But, you know, if, if that's what they've got to do, if that's what they need to do to get by, to be incredible creatures. How do you know that? How do you know they need to? Maybe they're just apathetic, I mean, world-weary. They've managed to become, like, an apex predator. depressed. So I think they know what they're doing. You don't become an apex no, predator for nothing. Failing to go to anger management classes. Failing to go... And having a fixation on trousers. What, even on species that don't wear trousers. <laughs> How would you know? Maybe they kill the animal, remove the genes, and start a collection. What, so they go after all the deer and being like. This is, this is why all the deer are naked <laughs> in India. You haven't clocked this. It's a survival technique. <laughs> yeah. Their ancestors used to be kitted out in the latest Levi's, but they were like, no, no, <laughs> no more. Like, yeah. Oh, gosh, it all makes sense now. Thank you. <laughs> I take it back. I concede. What a great point you've made there. Uh, well, Oof. I can think... I make the nymphomaniacal m- 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 maniac point? I have to make it. I've already made the murderous one. Go on. You're going to anyway. So. Thank you, Joe. I mean, you know what I'm going to say. Yeah. Tiger penises are an aphrodisiac. And they're not a cheap one either. So, of all the aphrodisiacs we could be bringing on board the new Ark, I mean, it's, it's expensive. I mean, I was for also... For one penis, you get eight dishes of tiger penis soup, each going for, like, $400 a pop, so... I'll be completely honest, I wasn't planning on using tiger penis as an aphrodisiac on the, mm. on the Ark for two reasons. The whole point is to keep the tigers alive. <laughs> And the second reason... Technically, is that it, it doesn't kill them. It's, it's only me and you on the Ark. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't really have any use for an aphrodisiac on the Ark. Oi, I'm very offended. <laughs> Sorry, like, you know, it's, mm. I just... I don't mean to hurt your feelings, but, like, I need to cut this off yeah. early before it gets too far. Okay. <laughs> it's I mean, actually quite a new invention, tiger penises, as an aphrodisiac. They used to use like every other part of the tiger in traditional medicine, but tiger penis is the newest addition to the lineup. In case a, you're wondering, there's a very um, interesting book actually about tiger bile. Ti- t- no, sorry, tiger tiger bone wine where they will actually like submerge okay. a full skeleton into wine and let it dissolve and they don't know how many tigers were lost to that industry. Um, I mean, bones are useful. People use tiger bones for like everything. They cure everything. I should say, supposedly, with no scientific backing as a yes. anyway. disclaimer for all of this, <laughs> they don't, but supposedly tiger bones are really useful. Although the, the obvious caveat with all of this is you're taking it with wine, so this yeah. actually does cure everything, wine. 
I don't have to say supposedly to that. That's wine, medical fact. Wine does cure everything. I probably will have a glass mm. of wine tonight. You know, as I'm yeah. waiting for the power to cut out in my house, I will have a glass of wine. I leave one for the ghosts. Well, my house is a new build, so there won't be any ghosts there. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Many times. I'm sorry, if if the house is new, there can be no ghosts. Okay? It's just mm. fact. Because that house did not exist when the ghost died, so there can be no ghost there. So, so it's, it's your theory that they are stuck with the Google Maps from when they died. Pretty much. That they can find no location. Yeah. Which didn't exist at that point in time. So they can still move between old buildings? Yes. Or you still maintain that they're stuck in the one building? Because I get half on board with that. I think that they can move between buildings that existed during their time alive. Okay. That's my thinking. And that's what I tell myself when I hear creaking in my house. I'm like, oh, no, no ghosts. Mm. Oh, God. Anyway, on that note, I probably will head off now because it is getting particularly windy out there, and I need to still go home. And for those listeners... Making wind noises for Joe, because you can't hear them on the yeah, podcast. We've realised that Zoom and the microphone cuts out whistling noises. So Elliot has been whistling, was whistling at me earlier in the... before we started recording, <laughs> and it just looked like he was blowing air kisses because I could not hear anything. And um, it was quite entertaining. One day we will just have to actually record the film, like the Zoom meeting, not just as so like kind of some behind the you know behind the scenes content. Yeah, so you can see all the spectres tapping on Joe's window. <laughs> <It's okay>. hmm. <laughs> Had to look. <laughs> now you've got me thinking. But anyway, I plucked that as a win. It's time to anyway wrap up this episode with the final statement from me okay. just to say that as anti-colonialists as true symbols of care for others of their own species tigers mm. except for the occasional cannibalistic mother should be on the ark and I think that's where we should uh, finish that um, and hopefully people will vote tigers onto the ark because I think they have lots of important functions but also are just my personal favourite animals of all time and I think should be on there. And all I'll say is tigers are rubbish. They're not even the biggest cat. That's ligers, hmm. in case you're wondering. Only half tiger. I mean... Thank you very much. Mm. <laughs> okay. Mm. Uh, they're very unsportsmanlike what? tigers. Why, why would you attack say... from behind... Why would you bring up ligers right at the end of the podcast? Like, we could have had a whole discussion Just about ligers. Yeah, really, you really did mm. wind me up there. Anyway, but I'm going to... If we get both tigers and lions in the new arc, we can do a ligers episode. Okay, that sounds Slight good. Valentine's Day special. Okay, yeah. so please, listeners, vote for tigers to make it onto the arc so that we can do a ligers episode, mm. which we could expand into a hybrid series, you know, a hybrids mini-series, which I think would be a particularly interesting one. Yeah. We can discuss mules. octopus. Yep. We should just... This is going to be my hybrid, <laughs> just a really sluggish octopus. Oh, I thought you... 
Oh yeah. Sloctopus. Sloctopus. That sounds like something out of like a some kids like TV show. It is going to be in the next five minutes once we finish recording. Right. Gonna whip that one up. Oh. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. I have no words beyond oh gosh. Steve the Sloctopus. Right. Well, don't forget to go mm. and vote for this episode and make sure you vote yes for Tigers so that we can have some interesting episodes mm. moving forward. And Elliot, I don't know if there's anything else to mention uh, before we close. I was, I was admiring your clothes. Can we get some energy into it though? Join us next week when we will be discussing... You don't actually know, do you? It's your, it's your turn to decide. When we will be discussing ducks. Join us next week. Duck, duck, when duck. We will be duck, discussing. Duck. Join us next week when we will be discussing ducks. From your mallards to your other species of ducks that have instantly disappeared from my head. Mm. You know, famous for the corkscrew penis and everything else. It's time to discuss fucking ducks. And everything else. And everything else. Yeah, but that's the main one. From yeah. from your Daffy's to your Donald's, who knows your ducks best? Me. See you then. Goodbye. <laughs>